it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Buddy's House of Horror Podcast. And today we're going to be doing one of my favorite shows that I've been doing for the House of Horror. It is, of course, my Behind the Screams, where I'm going to be talking about a little bit of the making of each of the videos I did during the House of Horror 2020 Marathon over on YouTube, where I had 31 videos come out in 31 days. Um, I'm just going to keep this intro a little bit short and sweet because I'm going to be talking by myself. This is another solo show, so I'm going to be talking for a long time. But if you guys haven't already, please make sure you guys subscribe to my YouTube channel. I put out new videos every single week over there. Make sure you guys are subscribing to the podcast on whatever podcast streaming service you're listening to it on. And all of that good stuff and so on and so forth. So yeah, as I said, we're just going to get right to the show because it is a solo show. And yeah, that's how we roll around here. So without further ado, welcome to my Behind the Screams. Alright boys and girls, we're rolling sound here. Welcome to my Behind the Screams of the 2020 Buddy's House of Horror Marathon over on YouTube. Of course, this is where I made 31 videos in 31 days, all leading up until Halloween. Uh, my favorite time of the year. I love October, and I love it so much that I'm bringing October and the spooky season to you guys all year round now. Um, with the House of Horror podcast being an ongoing series. Um, right now, if you guys have been following along over on YouTube, over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen to the show, if you've been following along, you guys know that I put out about uh, two episodes every month. I think that's going to be a happy little balance um, in between that show and Two Nerds a Podcast, which is, of course, my other show with a... Um, that I do with my illustrious co-host, Dynamite Jared Latchy. Um, we've been doing that show for about five years now. So if you're only listening to the House of Horror podcast and you're like, I'm just itching for a little bit more of Buddy each and every week, um, there are uh, other ways that you can listen to me every single week. That's on Two Nerds a Podcast. So if you guys haven't already, subscribe to that show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your stuff. Make sure you go ahead and do that. Um, we talk about horror films on that as well, um, but we talk about everything involving nerd culture. I mean, we're talking about um, video games, movies, anything. I mean, we did, back in January, we did our Arnold Schwarzenegger month, um, where we reviewed a different Schwarzenegger film every single week in January. February is Stallone month, so we're gonna. So we are talking about Stallone films in February, and all these are films that we haven't seen before. Um, so we're all we're watching them for the first time together. We encourage all of you guys to watch the films along with us. And yeah, it's just a great time. Um, and yeah, I've been doing the podcast with Jared for Jesus Christ, like five years now. Um, it seems crazy when you think about it, but yeah, it's been like a long time. Um, it's coming up on the fifth season of Two Nerds a Podcast coming up. Um, this following, um, spooky season, because, I mean, we'll take, like, our summer break or whatever, we'll come back with the new season around September, October, um, and get ready for our favorite time of the year, um, and yeah, it's great, I'm happy that Jared was able to contribute to the House of Horror podcast this year in the 2020 marathon, because as you guys know, in 2019, Jared was off in Japan during October, um, so I had a bunch of guest hosts filling in for him on the House of Horror editions of the Two Nerds podcast, so gr glad that I was able to have him back this year, glad I will hopefully be able to have him back next year, um, and maybe contribute like to uh, some other videos that I'm doing, I mean, we've been throwing around ideas of some videos that we want to do, um, it's just a process of doing them, so... Hopefully, hopefully, I can't speak, as you guys know, I stutter over my words constantly, always, always flubbing up my sentences, of course, that's just how I roll, man, and I just keep going, I'm going to try to keep the editing on this show to a minimum, just going to try to talk, if I screw up, just kind of bear with me, just bear with me, you guys know that I slur my words, you guys know that I get caught up in the middle of sentences, you guys know that mid-sentence I change my thought and combine words all the time. Uh, I don't know, I was very, very articulate in college, very, very savvy with words, and I was a hell of a writer. Now my brain is completely fried and turned into jello, so, you know, you just gotta deal with it, I guess. <laughs> um, and yet, as I said, sorry, went on a little tangent, this is the Behind the Screams of the 2020 Horror Marathon. Um, just want to get into a little bit of the behind-the-scenes information on some of these videos that I made, talk about why I decided to do these videos, um, go into a little bit of the challenges that I faced 
while creating these videos if you guys are interested in that kind of stuff. And I haven't done any research. I didn't like do a journal or anything when I was making these videos. I'm just going off of memory. Um, of course, I wanted to do this podcast back in November, um, but right now um, it is the beginning of February right now as I'm recording this. And, you know, I decided that you know, now is a good time to do it, I guess. I took off November and December um, just because I was so burnt out after doing the marathon. This happened last year as well. I just took a little bit of a break from doing stuff because making 31 videos in 31 days is a little bit of a uh, big undertaking. So, you know, it's good to have a little mental health break. Um, and yeah, and enjoy the holidays, enjoy Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff. Of course, this year it was very, very different. It was just me and my wife celebrating the holidays by ourselves, um, due to quarantine and all that kind of stuff. So it was a little different, but you know, it's very important to keep your head right, um, during these trying times. So I decided, you know what, I'm going to take a little bit of a break from doing the podcast and from doing, um, videos. Of course, I was still doing the Two Nerds podcast during this time, but you know, as far as the House of Horror decided, you know, give it a little bit of a break. And bring it back in January. And I just burped there. I don't know if you can hear it. I'm also not editing those out. So you know what? If you're listening to the show, you're listening to me. You're listening to my unfiltered thoughts. You're listening to whatever noises my body may be making during the time that I'm recording these podcasts. If I need to take a sip of water, I'm going to go take a sip of water. If it's at a reasonable amount of time, I'm not going to cut it out. Like right now, hopefully I can sip this water real fast and be right back. See, that wasn't too bad, but if it's a long duration, I will try to edit it out for you guys. Um, But yeah, so we're just going to get right to the show because I've been babbling. And I alluded to this in some of the episodes of the House of Horror 2020 Marathon, that this year was incredibly difficult to get these videos done um, and out in a timely fashion. Of course, I start... I usually start making the videos for October around this time, like start conceptualizing sort of what the month is going to look like. Like, I make a calendar, um, and I decide what each day of the week is sort of going to be about a different, like, theme. Of course, in the 2019 marathon, I had, like, the Owl Manathon on Sundays and stuff like that. Um, But this year, I did Miscellaneous Mondays, where Monday could be anything that I felt like doing. It could be a movie review. It could be just a random PSA. (laughs) I did one of those. It could be an additional episode of a podcast. Just whatever I felt like doing on Mondays is what I did on Mondays. Tuesdays were Top 10 Tuesdays, of course. Um, And we'll get into some of the videos that I did during that time. Wednesdays were the episode of Buddy's House of Horror Podcast, the interview versions. So whenever I had a guest on the show, those were on Wednesdays. Thursdays were Buddy's Book Club, which was a series that I started many years ago, and then I felt like bringing it back to talk about some spooky books and stuff like that. So those were on Thursdays, the Buddy's Book Club episodes. Fridays were 15 Phenomenal Facts slash Commentaries. Um, It's sort of molded into commentaries out of necessity, Um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. And Saturdays were, of course, the Two Nerds of Podcast episodes coming out every Saturday, as they do um, normally during the year on Saturdays, sometimes on Sundays, um, depending on how long it takes to record the episode, because we normally record them on the day that they come out. Um, And then on Sundays were just straight-up movie reviews. Um, So just I would talk about a movie or a show or whatever and review it on on my show. So... As I alluded, 2020 was incredibly tough. I mean, I shouldn't need to go into details on why 2020 was absolutely abysmal. Um, But in case you're living under a rock, of course, we had COVID, quarantining, all that kind of stuff. And since... Jesus Christ, I can't talk. Since I am an essential worker, I was working a ton. I was pulling overtime, working many more hours than I was used to. And, you know... Times were tough. I mean, money was rough for everyone. It was just sort of a rough period, um, 2020 as a whole. So getting these videos done, as well as being able to spend time with my wife, which is a huge priority to me, as well as being able to talk to family and friends and stuff like that, um, getting the videos done was a bit of a challenge this year, a little bit more than I had anticipated, because I thought, you know, it's quarantine, I'm stuck in my house, I'm going to get all these videos done, and I'm going to have plenty of time to do whatever I want. And, you know, I was really coming down to the wire on a lot of these videos um, when I was doing them, um, which is a little unfortunate. But, you know, that, that is how it is. This year I'm going to try to do 
another 31 videos. Um, of course, if not, I mean, that's just how it goes. I'm not going to stress myself out over it. I'm going to aim for 31, but you know what? If it's 15, if it's 10, if it's 5, if it's just a couple episodes, then you know what? That's just how it's going to be. Um, because 31 is a crazy amount of episodes to do in a month, especially when you're a one-man crew, um, when you're editing all the videos yourself, you're making all the thumbnails yourself, you're writing the scripts yourself, shooting, editing, and you're acting in the videos. It's it's a bit of an undertaking, as I've alluded to. Um, of course, I have friends help along the way. Um, Midnight Miles and Dynamite Jared, of course, um, contributing to the show and making it a little bit easier on me um, by doing podcasts with me or whatever. Um, it really helps things out a lot, and of course, I want to say thank you to everyone who was a guest on the House of Horror podcast, the interviews that I did um, this year, which will break down um, when we start heading through the marathon here. Um, and yeah, so as I said, I normally start conceptualizing like how it's going to look in like February or March, and sort of plan out what videos I want to do, and I already have 2021 planned out. Um, what videos I plan on doing. Of course, it's all tentative. It could change. I could watch a film and be like, oh, God, I need to do a review of this for October. Or, you know, I sometimes like I make a video. I mean, there's so many videos that you guys aren't aware of that I've shot or written a script for or whatever, and I just didn't make it or I got halfway through making it and was like, you know what? This isn't really working out. And it sort of, you know, goes on the back burner or, or completely abandoned. Um... But I try to have a, a nice little plan of at least like 25 videos that I know for sure that I'm going to try to do with a little bit of wiggle room throughout in case something comes up. But I think this year I've got like 27 of what I know that I want to do. Um, and of course that includes like two nerds of podcast. Like we don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but we know there's going to be episodes of that. Um, so that doesn't really go into the planning um, but it adds into the total number, so... But as far as, like, video videos that I know I want to do, I have them all, like, planned out. They're not scripted yet or anything, but I have, like, a sort of general idea. And I did the same thing last year for 2020. I had a calendar, I had a plan, and you know what? It's It shifted around a little bit. There were some videos that I didn't end up doing. There were some that I added last minute, um, like the Over the Garden Wall video. Um, we ended up watching that series for fun, me and my wife, and I decided, you know what, I'm just going to review this, so when we were done watching it, I shot the review for it, like, the very next day or whatever, and then uploaded it. So, some things like that, I mean, everything changed, so I think that week was a good thing that I did that and not what I was going to do that week, because it may or may not be coming back this year, and I'll be going to be doing it a lot more in depth, um, but no spoilers, <clears throat> No spoilers! Take another sip of the bubbly here, otherwise known as ice cold water. And yeah, so let's just sort of dive right into some of these videos that I did back in 2020. So the first video that was recorded and released for the 2020 marathon, besides the teaser episodes and stuff like that, was the Lost Causes of Bleak Creek book review. That one came out on October 1st, obviously, it was the first video, and it was the first episode of Buddy's Book Club in a very, very long time. Um, I'm not sure how many episodes of Buddy's Book Club I'm bringing back for 2021, because it's a little difficult to read books <laughs> on top of writing scripts and doing all this kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm going to try to do at least one Buddy's Book Club video, um, but it's definitely not going to be every week like it was last year. And... So The Last Causes of Bleak Creek Review, obviously written by Link Neal and Rhett McLaughlin from Good Mythical Morning, a show that really turned around on me. If you've listened to old episodes of Tuners of Podcast, you know I was not a fan of Good Mythical Morning. Um, but in the past couple years, it's something I started watching and I watch it every single day. I think my love for it came from listening to their podcast Ear Biscuits. Um, and just really getting to like know them better as people and stuff. So that's sort of why I started enjoying the show more, I guess. Um, but regardless, I reviewed their horror novel, The Lost Causes of Bleak Creek. This was a book that I got my wife for Christmas that year. So I decided to read it. I read it back in January, I believe. Um, and I sort of like took like little notes and stuff, but I didn't have like a full script. 
and I think I shot this one around June, and, you know, the green screen effect in this video isn't the best, um, I've gotten a little bit better with green screening as the episodes started to go on. I have very, very limited workspace in the House of Horror, if you guys have ever seen my studio. Um, the lighting is very, very tricky. So, especially in the 2019 episodes, the lighting is completely awful in some of the green screen stuff. But I think over the course of 2020, it got a little better. And of course, I'm hoping in 2021, I can match the level of quality that I did or make it even a little bit better, I guess. Because right now, the green screen is not up. Um, so I'm hoping when I set everything back up, I can get it a little bit better this year. And yeah, so The Lost Cause of Bleak Creek, that's the first video that I did this year. Um, of course, uh, I enjoyed the book quite a bit. I'm still waiting for an email from Mythical Entertainment. Mythical Entertainment. Mythical Entertainment. I'm sorry I've stuttered. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Do you guys know how hard it is to just talk for an hour into a microphone with no one to bounce off of? And you feel like if you take too much of a break, it's dead air, and you just... Just keep talking by yourself for an hour with no breaks at all. It's really fucking rough, dude. And, yeah, it's really fucking rough. I hate it. But you know what? I do it for you. I do it for the people. And, you know what? And this might be the last solo show I just do in one shot. I might do little chunks from now on because it's really hard to talk by yourself for this long. Um, so yeah, I'm still waiting for the email from Mythical Entertainment to let me direct the on-screen version of The Lost Causes of Bleak Creek. Um, I'm very cheap, and, you know, given my quality of work, if you guys have seen the films that I've made, I definitely bring an underground vibe to it. I can bring my horror experience to it, because I'm a horror aficionado at this point. And you know what? I think we'll be able to make something magical. So, Rhett and Link, hit me up, my guys. Hit me the fuck up, bros. <clears throat> the next video I did was my Carnival of Souls 15 Phenomenal Facts. Of course, 15 Phenomenal Facts. One of my favorite series that I do on my channel. And I only did one traditional episode in 2020 due to crippling depression. Due to editing mistakes due to many many factors i only got to do one traditional 15 phenomenal facts video and it was carnival of souls of course one of my favorite public domain horror films um and that's one of the reasons why i decided to do it because with public domain i don't need to worry about any copyright stuff on youtube so of course that was a prime candidate for the 15 phenomenal facts series was carnival of souls um, and I really liked this video. I liked the way it came out. Again, I shot this one around the same time that I shot the Bleak Creek review. So I want to say this was back in like June, or I might have even shot this one first, and it just took me way longer to edit. I don't think you guys understand how much of an editing nightmare the 15 Phenomenal Facts videos are, because they're normally about 15 minutes long. And you might be thinking, you know, you have a, a full film to work with and grab clips from but the clips have to do with what you're talking about and the clips need to be good clips and they need to you know have a flow and they need to be edited together well so a lot of times i'm really scrounging together to get clips for these and it's like really difficult to get a lot of good shots i really like pride myself on the editing of those so it takes a lot of work so needless to say due to how long that video took to put together, it was the only one that I did traditionally this year. Uh, Jesus Christ, my voice is a fucking nightmare. That's the real house of horror. My fucking voice when I'm trying to record this bullshit. That's the real horror. I love you all. I hope you're all listening to this. I love you all for listening to my horrible voice. In fact, I am going to take a quick pause for the cause and rest my vocal folds. We do not have vocal cords. We have vocal folds, ladies and gentlemen. When you have a wife who is studying the speech and hearing sciences of the world, you know that vocal cords are not a fucking thing. It's vocal folds. And mine need a break already. So we're going to take a quick pause for the cause right now. Alright, so we're back. I took a quick 
you know, like, five-minute break. Give my voice a little bit of a breather. But I gotta knock all this out in one sitting, because if not, it's gonna make me procrastinate it for months and months and months and months, and nobody wants that. We gotta get this video done, so that's what we're gonna do. So after Carnival of Souls, um, I, it was the first episode of Two Nerds, a podcast, was released. This episode was recorded in advance, I want to say around August. We decided to record this podcast like the day after we recorded our normal episode because we were both off. So we decided, you know what? Because I told him, I was like, I kind of want to get these House of Horror episodes done and out of the way as early as possible so I don't have to worry about it. So I think we started recording the podcast versions of the Two Nerds podcast back in October, I think, was the first one that we did. And that, of course, was us talking about every horror film in 2021, this current year, that we are looking forward to seeing, most of which were supposed to be in 2020 that were delayed, like Halloween Kills and Spiral and a few other films, some of which were originally supposed to be in 2021 anyway, uh, but most of them were ones that were delayed. So hopefully next year, well this year for the show, hopefully this year for the show we get to check out a few of those films and review them on the podcast. That would be ideal. Um, and yeah, that was a fun podcast to do from what I remember. It's always a good time talking to my good old buddy Jared. So, the next video that was released was my review of Dracula 2021 on Netflix and the BBC. Of course, this series dropped back in January. It was like, it dropped like on New Year's Day 2020. Watched the whole thing in one day. Was really impressed with the series. And so I was like, alright, I know this is one that I'm going to have to do for the marathon. I originally intended on doing a spoiler-free review and a spoiler review to talk about the episodes more in depth, but I did scrap the spoiler, um, the spoiler review, and I only did the spoiler-free. Um, I decided, you know what, I don't want to harp too much on this Dracula thing in one month, so I figured next time I rewatch the series, I'll review every episode like in depth, like with spoilers, and talk about my general thoughts of the episode, um, potentially in podcast format, because you know, I could really get into all the plot details on the episode. Um, so I don't know if that I'll do that this year. I might do it next year. I mean, who knows when I'll do it, but it would be fun because I really did enjoy the series, and I look forward to watching it again, even with the controversial third episode, which if you guys haven't seen yet, I really don't want to spoil for you guys what happens in any of the episodes of the show, um, but I really enjoyed the series as a whole. I know it was a very, very, <laughs> um, you know split series like some people loved it some people hated it i haven't really heard anyone like in the middle being like oh like that dracula series was just all right um but i really loved it i mean of course is it my favorite interpretation of dracula no i mean but it doesn't mean it's not good for what it is the next video i did was my first miscellaneous monday video the scariest thing ever which was basically a psa to go out and vote and hopefully you guys went out and voted, and thankfully Donald Trump is no longer the president. So thank you guys for getting out there and voting. I know I had absolutely nothing to do with it, but you know what? I'm, I hope at least one person watched that video and was like, you know what, I probably should go re register to vote. So yeah. The next video I did was my top 10 films that sparked my horror interest, which is of course where I explored all of... Well, not all, but some of the films from my youth that got me interested in the horror genre, the films that really stuck with me, had a big influence on the way I perceive film, and what got me hooked at an early age. I mean, we're talking Alvin and the Chipmunks movies, we're talking Disney movies, we're talking Scooby-Doo and the fucking Hex Girls and shit, bro. Um, all the stuff that when I was a child, got me interested in horror films, and even though I wasn't realizing it at the time, left a lasting impact on me that I still have to this day. And that was a fun video to do. I always love doing, like, the self-reflective videos. I also did last year, not part of A House of Horror, but my top ten, like, influential films on me, like, as a filmmaker, on how I perceive film and how I think about filmmaking and stuff like that. 
Um, and of course, if you guys haven't seen any of these videos, make sure you go check them out over my YouTube channel and click that red subscribe button. Once I hit a thousand subscribers, I am eligible to potentially start making money on YouTube. And I'm only about 50 subscribers away. So if you guys are not subscribed over on YouTube yet, make sure you go ahead and do that. That means you, Midnight Miles. That means you, whoever else is listening to this, make sure you go and subscribe. I do a lot of cool stuff over there. The next one was my first episode of the House of Horror podcast. Um, it wasn't the first one that was recorded for the marathon, but it's the one that I decided to come out first. Um, just the way I like time things, I like plan out like, okay, I kind of want this one to be the first one or so on and so forth. So the first one was my interview with my good friend Jenna Kramer, of course, from school. Um, we, of course, did Hell Heathridge together. We did Unlucky together. Um, Jenna's just an all-around great person. I loved catching up with her on the show. It was a great time to Skype with her and just catch up and see what she's been doing. I mean, she moved away uh, several years ago. So it was nice to just kind of catch up and see what was going on. And, God, like, after we recorded the episode, we talked for, like, another hour um, just off the record about stuff, so it was really nice catching up with Jenna. Um, I think this was really the third podcast I recorded for the year um, for the House of Horror, but I wanted it to come out first. Um, I'm not sure why. I just sort of felt like, you know, Jenna's been my old friend for so long, and some of the other people I was meeting for the first time or whatever, so I was like, you know what, I want Jenna's episode to come out first, especially since I had such, like, a personal connection to some of the stuff we were talking about. I mean, we were talking about Hell at Heathridge, um, the film that we made together, so just for me personally, I wanted that one to come out first, so it is what it is. The next film, uh, <laughs> the next video... I don't know why I referred to it as a film. The next video I did was my book review of White Zombie, Anatomy of a Horror Film. So this was the beginning of the second week, technically, because this was the eighth video um, of the marathon, because the first one was another book review. So White Zombie, Anatomy of a Horror Film. It's a very, very dry book. I do not recommend it unless you are a very, very hardcore fan of White Zombie the film. Um, this episode was a very... I don't want to say difficult one to shoot, but... It was hard because I really don't like script these videos for the most part. Some videos like 15 Phenomenal Facts are obviously very scripted and stuff like that. Um, but a lot of the other stuff I sort of try to go like off the cuff. But I have like a list of things that I know I want to touch on in the episode. And so this one was a little bit difficult just to like speak some of it because I wanted to make sure I was getting the facts straight and stuff like that. And this one was also difficult because my idiot self forgot that I was recording in front of a green screen and I was holding a green book <laughs> during the video. So, of course, those two things do not get along. So, I had to do some clever editing to make sure the book remained intact. I basically had to layer myself on top of myself and cut out the green screen keying. It's all technical, but basically I had to cut the book out in a layer that was not affected by the green screen. So you could see the book. And even then I had to use it like minimally. And it was a pain in the ass. It took so long to edit. Because I had to do like keyframing and stuff. To like make sure that if it did move or whatever. I didn't see the green screen peeking out from like behind me. And stuff like that. So that one was just a really difficult one to edit. So when I was done with that video. It was a big sigh of relief brother. Let me tell you. Um, brothers and sisters, everyone. It was a big, big relief. So the next video was White Zombie, 15 Phenomenal Facts, and Full Commentary. As I mentioned with the Carnival of Souls video, these videos are so hard to put together. And you know what? I just thought instead of shooting it, writing a script, and editing it, which would take, without working on other videos, weeks to edit with everything else I have going on in my life, it would have taken me weeks to edit one singular video. So I was like, fuck it. It's public domain. I can just watch the film and talk about it and do a commentary and just upload the whole film and do the 15 Phenomenal Facts during the film and just say what I was going to say. No editing involved or very, very minimal editing. And just do it like that. And I thought it was a ton of fun um, to do it that way. Um, it got a little difficult at points because it wasn't a film that I was incredibly familiar with. I mean, I know the basic plot. I had seen it a few times before that. But it's not something like if I was doing one of 
Caligari, like I did later, like a film I've seen a billion times, or if I were to do one on Nosferatu or Halloween or something like that, it wasn't something where I could just, like, know what was going on at all part, parts of it. And with this one, it was a little bit more difficult than the one with the Caligari that I did later on in the month, because it had dialogue, so I kind of had to be, like, quiet at parts, so people could hear, like, what was going on in the actual film. Where in Caligari, that wasn't so much the case, because it's a silent film, so there was no dialogue, so I could... So yeah, as anticipated, it was a little bit more difficult um, than doing the silent film one, but I was prepared for that. I mean, like, I knew that it was just going to be a test run. I didn't even really know if I was going to be uploading it when I made it. It was just sort of a test run. I thought, you know, if this goes decently, then I'll do more films like this. Um, and then that's what I did. I mean, I had my little note sheet that I was using for my theoretical 15 Phenomenal Facts, like, traditional video. I had everything written out on what I was going to do. And, of course, I did research for that video um, using the book that I had reviewed the day previously. And through Cinemassacre and through other various websites online... Um, to get the 15 Phenomenal Facts for that video. Um, I don't know what this year holds for 15 Phenomenal Facts, because I do love making them, but they are very, very difficult. So I'm going to try to do at least one. I mean, some of them may be commentaries again, like last year. Um, if you guys have any suggestions of what you'd like me to do for 15 Phenomenal Facts this year, it would be greatly appreciated if you were to let me know. I mean, that'd be awesome, you guys. Um, the next video that I did was another episode of Two Nerds, a podcast. This was a party cast. Um, we always love these kind of shows where it's a bunch of people coming in. Um, so this was not only myself and Dynamite Jared, but also Midnight Miles, um, Mazer Laser, and my illustrious wife, Beck Nasty. And the way we did this is we just decided, you know what, we're just going to watch a whole bunch of YouTube horror shorts, find some of the scariest ones, some of the ones that people have been really buzzing about online, give them all a watch, and review them on the show. So that's what we did. I mean, we watched, I think it was like 30 YouTube shorts. Um, the Midnight Jester, which is now Midnight Miles' affectionate um, nickname. Um, the Smiley Man, two versions of The Smiley Man, The Smiley Man and then 2AM The Smiley Man. Um... The, the Bloody Mary short film, um, the Lights Out short film, um, the Moonlight Man. There was all kinds of stuff that we watched. Um, very chaotic episode. Um, it was one that I did not have a lot of confidence in, but I heard that it's, I heard that it's pretty good. <laughs> I haven't listened to it back or anything. Um, but I remember when we were, were doing that one, I was so stressed that it was just going to be a complete train wreck. Um, the next video I did was the Four We Are Many review from Hex Studios. Of course, if you guys remember, um, from way back in 2019, I had already mentioned that we did the Owl Manathon, which was all the Hex Studios films that had been released up until that point. And then Four We Are Many came out. It's not part of the traditional Hex Studios universe with the Owl Man and all that kind of stuff. It's an anthology film. Um, this is another one that I shot fairly early on. Um, and yeah, I did some cool green screening stuff. I made myself, um, like six different versions of myself singing, um, to the acoustic guitar. So that was interesting. Intentionally bad singing, some of it. Um, just to be goofy, you know? Yeah, I like to have a sense of humor with all the stuff that I do. Um, For We Are Many, yeah, there's not too much to say about this review. It's just one of the standard reviews on Sundays. So just run-in-the-mill review. I mean, I enjoyed the film. I look forward to what Laurie does next. And yeah, I mean, there's just not too much to say about the making of the video itself. Um, I was wearing my Bauhaus shirt. Bella Lugosi is dead in that. Um, I, I tried to get a bunch of new shirts for this season. I don't know if you guys noticed, I got some shirts from Graveyard Goods, um, Creepy Co. That Bauhaus shirt was just from Hot Topic. And I wore some shirts from the Loot Fright crates and stuff, some of which I had worn the year previously. Um, but I'm going to try to get some new merch for this new season. I'm going to try to change things up a little bit. Um, the next one, as I already mentioned, was the Over the Garden Wall review. This was very last minute. It was a miscellaneous Monday. Um, I had something else planned for this day. Um, but I'm saving it until this year. I just postponed the video. I didn't shoot it or anything. But I have, like, a pretty good, like, rough draft of, like, what I want to talk about in the video. So that's something you will be getting this year. So Over the Garden Wall, apparently I had been living on the other side of the Garden Wall or under a rock because everyone was talking about this series. I had never seen it or heard of it, but me and my wife watched it in one shot one night. 
Um, we discovered it on TikTok of all places. And yeah, I really enjoy the show. And I really enjoyed making the review of it. I love... The thing I like about the movie reviews, like in this style, is obviously I did very little scripting on it. It was one that I could shoot, edit, and upload in a very, very short amount of time. And it's good to have those. That's why I like doing podcasts as well, because I mean, there's a very little editing that's involved in them, which more of like the, um, the bigger scale videos, like the 15 Phenomenal Facts, that can take like several weeks to finish. So it's nice to have some that take a little bit longer, but some that are a little bit easier to like lessen the load. But still, it's all about the content. So as long as you're still being interesting and like staying, saying cool stuff or whatever and you're entertaining, I mean, that's fine. Um, the next was one of my favorite podcasts that I've ever done is the Top 10 Halloween Films with Midnight Miles, where we took a deep look at all of the films in the Halloween franchise with the exclusion of Halloween 3. Um, so it would give us an even 10, and because Michael Myers isn't really in that one. So if you exclude that film, and since Halloween Kills had been delayed, you had 10 films to choose from. Um, I had my list meticulously planned out. Miles had his list not planned at all, <laughs> and he was just going with the flow as we were recording. Um, and it, it's a really fun episode. I really like how that episode turned out. It is one of my favorite podcasts that I've done across either show, The Two Nerds or The House of Horror. Um, one of the favorites. I mean, it's hard to pick a favorite podcast, especially because after you do most of them, it sort of leaves your memory and stuff. Um, but this one was definitely a, a big highlight um, I really enjoyed talking about um, all the Halloween films and stuff like that. Perhaps this year we'll do another series, like maybe we'll do Friday the 13th or Child's Play or whatever that you guys want to hear. <sighs> Take a sip of the water. And yeah, I mean, it was a really, really good episode. I think that it's very entertaining and it's very fun. If you listen, I think that might have been my favorite thing that I did in the uh, the marathon this year was that podcast. Um, one of the favorites, at least, so... The next one I did was my interview with Tony Massiello of ShotOnVideoHorror.com. Tony is a great friend of mine. Um, now we've become friends on the internet. I mean, we were friends on Facebook before that, but we really started like talking and stuff due to this podcast. And I highly encourage all of you guys to go check out his website and pick up some DVDs and stuff. He was a really great guest to have on the show. Um, and I really look forward to what he's doing next. I know at the time of this recording, business is suffering a little bit because people have been torrenting his films online and posting them without his consent, which is never cool. Um, I think people were uploading them to like their um, Roku channels and stuff like that, like those free like horror sites and stuff. Um... But support the official release. I mean, Tony works really hard on all the things that he does, and if you listen to the podcast, it's definitely reflected in that. So definitely go to his website, pick up some of his DVDs, um, and really support local business. Um, get some of his shirts. He makes posters. He makes all kinds of stuff over on his website. So definitely go check out some of the stuff. This was the first interview podcast that I did for the season, um, recording-wise. Um, and I wanted to put the episode out closer to when he was releasing his next film. So normally when I record the interviews, I do them like in order just so I, it's like sequential. Like the first interview I do is the first episode I release, but he had a film that was about to release that week. Um, the Natasha Knighty was coming out the first like special edition or whatever um, that he was doing on his website. So I wanted to make sure that the episode came out that week. So he was able to boost some sales and stuff. Cause Tony really is a great guy. Um, and yeah, definitely go support Tony and everything that he's doing over on SOVHorror.com. The next video that I, did, that I did was the What Monsters Do book review. This video I shot fairly early on. I think this was like the second video that I shot after the original two that came out the first week. The, um, the Bleak Creek review and then the Carnival of Souls. This was, this was the very next one that I did after that. And it's really fun to do. I mean, it was a short little book review. I got to do some cool, like, special effects and stuff with my face, making myself look like a monster. Um, and yeah, I mean, again, there's not too much to say about this one. Um, other than that, you know, it's a short book. It's a short review. And Nicholas Vince, another friend of the show, another person I'd love to have on again in the future, just to be updated with what he's been working on recently. He's got a new show called The Chattering Hour and stuff like that, so... 
Um, the next video I did was my reaction to my original Nosferatu 15 Phenomenal Facts video. This was a last-minute kind of thing, because as I've said a million times, this ep these um, episodes were harder and harder to do this year. So I was like, alright, I need a 15 Phenomenal Facts that I can just do and upload real fast. And I was like, you know what, I haven't done like a reaction video in a while. And I didn't want to do like all commentaries, because like I could have just done a commentary in Nosferatu. Um, but I already was planning on doing commentaries for other films, so you know what, I was like, I'll try something different for this one. So I did my reaction to my original 15 Phenomenal Facts video of Nosferatu, which is by far my most viewed video on YouTube. Um, if I check real fast, I can pull it up on my phone how many views it has. It's got... At the time of this recording, it's got 35,000 views... 35,862 views. So that's a lot of views. That's significantly more than anything that I have done since then. Um, so help me out. Give me some views on this shit, guys. You know the goddamn deal. But yeah, so that was a fun video to do to just react to some of the first videos that I ever did. It's always fun taking a look back. I'm, I might do a reaction to some other videos that I did very, very early on in my YouTube career. Because um, it's always fun to do. I might do some director's commentary, stuff like that. That's basically what it was. And yeah, I just wanted to address like some of the criticisms that I got because people were saying I like ripped off Cinemassacre and like all this stuff. But it's like, bro, where do you think I do the research for this stuff? It's a reputable source, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I mean, it is what it is. And you know, I acknowledge that, yeah, I quoted some things in Cinemassacre in that video and I made reference to specific videos and stuff, but you know, that's an in-joke. I mean, if you get the reference, then you get the reference. It's not like Cinerassacre has never referenced anything in their stuff either. Um, and yeah, it's just all love, brother. I mean, I don't mean to cause any harm or anything like that. It's just a cute little reference for anyone who had seen those videos. That's the point. It's like, oh, I remember that from this. You know what I mean? It wasn't anything malicious or anything. So yeah, just wanted to address those comments. The next video that we did was our review of Halloween 2018, the re-review. Jared and I had re-watched the film. I had not seen it since it was in theaters. I think he may have saw it one time in between that. Um, but we wanted to just, you know, re-review it since we couldn't review Halloween Kills or anything. So we decided to take a look back at Halloween 2018. And the concessions was pretty much the same as it was the first time. It was a good film. I still don't understand a lot of the criticisms that people were giving it at the time. And, yeah, and also during the Two Nerds um, videos, I think this was the first week that we started doing the Slash Card episodes. Um, I think this was the first one. It might have been the second one where we had the Slash Card segment in it. But I think this was the first one. And, of course, this year I came out on top with the belt. So next season I will be the reigning Slash Card champion. Um, but, yeah, we started filming those with this one. And yeah, it was a good time. The next one I did, we had actually, Jesus Christ, four episodes of Buddy's House of Horror podcast in a row. And it was not planned that way. Um, basically, yeah, I mean, I had to do them in podcast format in order to get them out in time. It had to be something I had to record real fast, edit real fast, and upload real fast in order to make the deadline. So we had to get four podcasts all in a row. The first one was reviewing every horror film that I had watched in 2020. Way too many films to talk about um, here. Um, but if you're interested in every horror film that I watched in 2020, go ahead and listen to that podcast and the last episode of Two Nerds, a podcast from October, because that really did everything, because I had only reviewed the ones that I had seen up until that point, and of course we had a whole other half of month of October to do. So for the first... Um, I guess, like, three-fourths of the year. Those were the horror films that I saw. Um, stuff like The Love Witch, Color Out of Space, um, were films that I saw for the first time. Of course, I had rewatched some films like The Night Stalker and um, Donnie Darko and the Alvin and the Chipmunks films to prep myself for the films that sparked my horror interest and stuff like that. So, yeah, a lot of stuff that I saw for the first time, a lot of stuff that I was revisiting, and I decided to just review them all in one long podcast. The next video that we did was another Miscellaneous Monday, and it was the start of our underrated film series with me and the Midnight Miles Mandroid. It was his picks for the first week. 
So we watched Innkeepers and Undead. And a lot of these podcasts, I mean, like, it's hard to, like, really go into the behind the scenes of them because, I mean, it's just me sitting in front of a microphone similar to as I am now. There's not too much, like, behind the scenes information on those. Um, but originally, again, that miscellaneous Monday was supposed to be something different, but due to time constraints and stuff like that, it had to be postponed. Um, I might do it for 2021 because I don't like to completely abandon an idea. Um, sometimes I'll, like, shoot a video and then not release it or whatever, but that's fine. Um, but if it's, like, a good idea, I'll, like, try to stick with it, like, as long as possible. So that's another one that I'm probably gonna bring back. The next one was another top ten for Tuesday, only it was a ranking. It was every Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episode. This one I wanted to do in video format, um, but again, the editing would have just been a nightmare to do. So instead, I opted for the podcast route. Um, this is actually one of the most viewed episodes of the show, um, which is weird because I don't really think it was that great of an episode, but it is what it is. That one, I was, again, I was just kind of disappointed in that one because I wanted to do it on screen. Although I love podcasting and stuff like that, like video is like my bread and butter. Um, so I love like doing the video. So I was a little bit of a disappointment that I wasn't able to finish that one in video format. Um, but it is what it is. Um, cause it probably would have ended up being like a half hour video. So it would have just been like totally like impossible to edit. That's another one that would have taken forever to edit together, especially because unless I had like a very detailed script, I probably would have been like rambling on and on about some of the stuff. So I guess podcast form is for the best with that one. Um, uh, maybe in future years, I'll do another ranking of individual segments of Treehouse of Horror, maybe do a top 10, like, segments from Treehouse of Horror instead of episodes, because a lot of the episodes in that show had some good segments, but I had to rank them low because the rest of the show was ass. Like, you can't, like, put an episode in the top 10 just for, like, one short, and the rest are just, like, totally, like, awful, you know? Um, like, the one where Homer's the Grim Reaper. Like, that's a very good short, but the rest of it is just sort of bland. So I think I had that, like, 15 or something like that. It definitely was not in the top 10. Um, but yeah, that might be a good one to just look at individual segments, just to see um, some of the segments, like, from some of the lower-ranked episodes get some love, you know? The next one was Perry and the Paranormal. Um, Perry is a good friend of mine from work. And, you know, she told me, because people tell me all the time, oh, I want to come on the podcast, I want to do this, and I'm always like, okay, like, what do you have to say, <laughs> like, what do you have to say, you know what I mean? Um, but she was telling me some stuff that, you know, she had some paranormal experiences happening to her, and I was like, okay, you're going to be a perfect guest to have on the show, so I had her on, it was a great time, of course, I love having people on the show that have had supernatural experiences. I hope to do a lot more of those in the future. Um, so yeah, that was a great show to do. I really enjoy sort of get the human element and stuff because everyone could talk about the films they made or like books they've read and stuff like that. But it's nice to have the episodes with people who have actually like experienced stuff. And I really love documenting supernatural experiences and even just like the human experience. Like I love doing podcasts about anything. Um, but it's such, like, a unique thing when someone, like, actually, like, lived through something. That's why, like, I think, uh, my episode with Mike Kukral about the Jeffrey Dahmer, um, childhood stories and stuff. But that's why I love that episode so much, because it's really, like, documenting the human experience and stuff. And I think that those episodes turn out really well. Um, so yeah, I like the, the Perry and the Paranormal podcast. Um, the next book review I did was The Man Who Was Poe. So we're getting close to the tail end of the marathon. This was the fourth book review, and I think this was the fourth video that I shot because a lot of these buddies' book clubs I shot back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Um, so this one was another one that was shot fairly early on. And again, not too much to say about it. Um, this is another one where the green screening is a little iffy here and there. But, you know, I made it through it. And I think you can tell... Um, by, like, my hair and my beard in some of these episodes, like, what ones were shot close to each other, because the beard length and the hair length tend to fluctuate throughout the videos. So, yeah, that one was shot fairly early on. Not too much to say about it. Um, I mean, it's a terrible book. <laughs> but, yeah, and the next video I did was my 15 Phenomenal Facts Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. I, this is my preferred commentary out of the 15 Phenomenal Facts commentaries. Because, as I mentioned, it's a silent film, so you don't really need to be paying attention to the film dialogue too much. 
and yeah, it was good. Um, got a lot of feedback on that episode. Some positive, some negative. Um, some people have said that like I should have done so, like more research and stuff. But you know, I like to keep it sort of like run and gun with the episode, like speak from the heart and stuff. But maybe next time I'll get it like do a little bit more research, make sure I get some pronunciations of names and stuff correctly and things like that. Um, but yeah, it was a fun video to do. Again, I had like a general outline of the 15 phenomenal facts, but beyond that, I was just sort of speaking um, from experience and stuff that I had learned about the film. I didn't script it too heavily or anything. Just like this, I'm not scripting this, obviously, because obviously I sound like garbage. So the next video on the list is another... So that week had... One, so Sunday had a podcast, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. So that Thursday book review was the only episode that week that was not a podcast. <laughs> There's a lot of podcasts. The 2020 Marathon was the year of podcasts. Um, and it might be that way in 2021 as well. Who knows? But the next one was our horror our horror and Halloween Q&A tuners of podcast where we submitted to the fans to give us some questions to answer about the Halloween season, horror movies, stuff like that, so share some of our opinions. It was a decent episode. Some people thought we were horror historians and were, like, asking us, like, the history of some stuff, and, like, we were like, we don't know what the hell we're talking about. But, nonetheless, a very fun episode to do. Uh, we hope to do another horror Q&A this year. It'll be a lot of fun. And, yeah, so the next one was my review of Halloween 3. It was like a podcast mini-episode because I was only talking about one film. I did this one. This was a last-minute video that I did because people were complaining that Halloween 3 was not included in the Top 10 Marathon. So I decided to go ahead and give it its own standalone review, and that's what I did. Not too much to say about it. It's just a podcast. It's a very short podcast as well. It's only about 20 minutes or so, I believe. I'm only talking about one film, so I was like, I don't really need to stretch this out to an hour. I can do it in just as long as it takes or whatever. So that is exactly what I did. The next one was my top 10 horror films on Letterboxd. I did this mainly to cut down on scripting and really, really diving deep into my brain in ranking what horror films I think are the best ever. I just decided, you know what, I'm going to go with whatever I said on Letterboxd and then just make the ranking out of that. Um, some films, if I were to do my actual top ten, would not be on there, like Eraserhead and maybe a couple others, just because it doesn't really fit in with the top ten vibe. And, you know, I enjoy how the video came out. It was a fun video and everything. And, yeah, I really hope that I can do more on-screen top tens next year. Um, because, yeah, I only got to do a couple on-screen videos this year, which is kind of a bummer. But, you know, when you have very, very little free time, you know, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. The next video I did was my interview with Stephen from the Buckland Museum of Witchcraft and Magic. I guess a little bit of backstory on this. Uh, my wife and I had visited the Buckland Museum of Witchcraft and Magic back in July because we were just having a little date day. We were, like, looking for stuff to do, and we had come across this witchcraft museum. We showed up, and the tours were already booked for the time slot, so we booked a later date. Um, I mean, not a later date, a later time during that day. But while we were waiting around, we were able to talk to Steven. He seemed like a really awesome guy. Um, and we were just blown away by the tour. I mean, he gives a little speech. He walks you around and everything. And that's just an amazing museum. It's got a really cool gift shop. Um, it's got, like, the Satanic 60s section. It's got, like, um, a rotating wall where he has, like, exhibits every month or whatever. Like, he's been doing the one Apparitions. He did that one um, for a few months just because of, like, COVID and stuff and because it's a big, big undertaking to revamp the museum and stuff like that. And it's such a good exhibit, he decided to leave it up for a while. Um, but it's a really amazing museum if you're around Northeast Ohio, or if you plan on coming to Northeast Ohio, that's definitely a must-go place. Um, and yeah, I just asked Stephen if he wanted to come on the show, and he was like, of course, that would be great to do. Um, and we were talking about like how we were going to approach it, um, because I normally do the interviews on Skype, or if I have the opportunity to do it in person, we weren't able to do many in person due to COVID this year. Um, and the ones that I did do in person, it was done safely with masks and six feet away and all that kind of stuff. Um, six feet away without a mask when applicable. Um, you know, it's, it's a little tough at times to do the podcast in person now, but we try to be as safe as possible. And so 
he does a lot of live streaming on his channel, um, on Facebook, his Facebook page. So he was like, you know, why don't we just do a live stream? And so that's what we did. It was my first ever live streaming experience. It was a very positive one. And of course, I had a real pro helping me along, along the way. So it was a great thing to do. We got a lot of feedback. A lot of people were watching it with us live. And a lot of people watched it um, during the replay on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that kind of stuff, because you can't live stream to those. So it was posted subsequently after that. So another great interview. I highly suggest checking out my interview with Steven. Um, It was a really great time. I hope maybe to have him on the show again at some point when he has a new exhibit or whatever he wants to talk about is going on if he has any. Um, appearances scheduled or cool things happening at the museum or whatever. I'd love to have them on again. The next video I did was my horror book collection because, again, it's very hard to read books <laughs> when you're trying to do all these videos and stuff. So I was like, you know what? For the next video, instead of talking about one singular book, I'm just going to go through my entire collection similar similar to how I did my DVD and VHS collection in years past. And it turned out well. I mean, it's got decent views. Um, it's got more views than some of the standard book reviews, so I guess the people like the unscripted content. And not as much to say about that one. I do know that when I was filming that episode, I forgot to include some books, and then I had to edit them in later. Um, I was, like, editing the video, and I looked over, and I noticed that I forgot some books that were on a separate shelf. And I was like, shit, I have to include these ones in the video. So I went and filmed something real fast and spliced it in towards the end. And yeah. Then from there, I had my 15 phenomenal facts about Halloween and Samhain. Um, this was another video I planned to do on camera. But unfortunately, I had to, you know, make the sacrifice and do it in a podcast format. Um, And I still think the episode turned out very well. It's a very informative episode. That's one that required a little bit more research than some of my other ones about the films and stuff. um, Because I really had to dig into some of the history. And a lot of the information that I got was a little too in-depth. So I tried to, like, keep it pretty basic um, so it was easy to follow along and not get too bored and not feel like you're listening to an audio book from history class or something like that. I tried to keep it pretty fun. And so, yeah, that was a fun episode to do. Another one that was done out of necessity um, because, again, it was so hard to get these videos done in a reasonable amount of time. And then the very, very last video we did was the Halloween Havoc special with Jared where we reviewed every film that we had watched in October. So this was a very long episode. Jared had watched a film pretty much every day in October. I think we I, we had to have done this video this podcast pretty close to Halloween I think this was like really down to the wire because I think he had watched every film except for like two like we may have filmed this like two days before it was supposed to go out or whatever um so very very late in the process very long episode of course this is the episode where I won the belt in the slash cards challenge um and yeah it's just a good episode I always enjoy talking to Jared um, with episodes, and in fact, we are getting ready to record an episode of Two Nerds, a podcast, here in, you know, just a few minutes, so I sort of need to wrap this up, um, to get ready to talk again for another hour, um, but, (laughs) but Jared will be with me to do most of the talking, because my voice is shot, um, so yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say for this Behind the Screams, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, yeah, there's not too much I can say this year. This year was a little different. I think in 2021, for this new season, I'm going to take a little bit of notes on every episode just to get back into my headspace of when I was in when I was making it. So when I do the next Behind the Screams, there's a little bit more information about it. Um, Because this one, it was mainly just podcasts this year. So there's really not that much behind the scenes info you can give on a podcast other than You know, I wanted to do this as a video, but I couldn't, so, you know, I had to settle for a podcast. So, I think this year I'm going to take, you know, maybe like a little journal and write down a little bit of the process of making the video and stuff like that, and maybe the day I shot it and stuff, um, just to give it like a sense of time on when I finished editing it or when I started shooting it and stuff like that, you know, just to sort of keep track of everything. But yeah, 
I guess that is about it for this episode, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you guys haven't subscribed to whatever service you're listening to this on or on YouTube yet, make sure you guys go ahead and do that. It means the world to me when you guys help me out. And yeah, if you like this video, share it with a friend, give it a thumbs up, all that kind of stuff. What would you guys like to see in future solo shows on the House of Horror podcast? Let me know. And yeah, that's about it. I've been talking long enough, so I'm just going to ride off into the sunset. And yeah, I look forward to making more episodes of the House of Horror podcast for you guys throughout the year. Uh, Maybe take a little break in the summertime when I do the Two Nerds podcast break. And, or maybe I'll stagger the breaks. Um, so like when this takes a hiatus, Two Nerds is still going on and then bring this back. Um, when Two Nerds is off for our time, you know. I'll figure it out, you know. You're always gonna get content from me, whether it's once once a month or, you know, once a week or whatever the hell it is. Whatever I feel like doing shit, so. But again, I've been talking long enough. I hope all you guys are staying happy, healthy, and safe. Um... Don't be scared of the COVID vaccine. If you have the opportunity to get it, make sure that you get it. Um, And yeah, that is about it, you guys. Again, stay well out there. Stay spooky. And I will catch your ass down the road.